On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. You fucking miserable bitch. And this is Miserable Bitch, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I'm going to introduce you every single time we do a show now. That's, that would be much better. Well, you do have every reason to be miserable. Today's Monday and who the hell loves Monday? Just the beginning of a new week and... You're off. So, it's still Monday. It's your Sunday. It's still Monday. It's still Monday, goddamn And you know what? I'm actually pretty excited that it's Monday. Because this is the week I've really been waiting for. And there's something really stupid. And, and you know what? I have a hard time trying to figure this out here. For some reason, there's this law whenever you file your taxes that you have to wait. If you can file the earned income tax credit, by law, for some reason, they can't issue your return until after the middle of the month, which is the 15th. So I don't know why they do that. Every freaking year, it pisses me off because it's like, why do we have to wait? But for some reason, it's part of the law. So this is the week, obviously, that'll you know pass the 15th. So that, that's what I'm waiting for. We can finally get our damn money that the government's been taking out of my paychecks. They've been, they've been stealing from me. It's fucking theft. And they're giving it to the Ukraine people. But at least I get some of that back this week. So I'm excited for it to commence. And hopefully this is the last week where things speed by before it starts slowing down. Because it's that time of the year, people. It's looking pretty good out there. What are you up to? I ain't up to shit. I I'm still watching Pretty Little Liars. I'm on season three of that, and that's a that's pretty much about it. Yeah. I haven't done anything. I haven't watched anything else. Did they find I out who the liar uh, was yet? No, what it, it's it's a this is this fucking show, man. I I, I don't. It's good. It is good. God damn it. <laughs> Just, it's never gonna end, man. With the, that, that, that stuff. So, I don't know. My sister said it was gonna be like that all the way to the end, which is fine. Um, now, see, I lost my train of thought. I was literally going somewhere. You were talking about your show. Oh no, lives. I, I was gonna say that I've been checking that movie website, and there, there's been random movies up there that I don't want to see. So I, I do keep checking that every day mm-hmm. uh, to see if there's anything interesting. But nothing, no, nothing good yet. Although. We got good ones coming out this year. Yeah. So I was hoping you get into your trailers. Yeah, I'm like fucking excited for like four movies. I think. The two for me. The Flash one, I am like pumped about. Can we talk That's, about that trailer real quick? I yeah, mean, that, that was deserves this its own June, right? Is that, that deserves June? its own little segue here. That Batman trailer, so fucking good. Because the it was Flash. a Batman. It was a no, Batman it, trailer. It, it, <laughs> For those of you that haven't seen this trailer, I, I, I highly recommend it's like you check it out. It's a four-minute trailer. It was really good. They gave away a lot of the movie. They gave away the best part of the movie, but, I mean, you got to get butts in seats. And that Ezra Miller mm-hmm. really left the bad taste in people's mouths, so they had to kind of drop the bait. You may not like him, but you're going to love all this. Yeah. And they went all fucking out, man. It's got, like, everybody in this bitch. I am so excited for this movie. This one better not fuck up. That's all i got to say. Are you going to the theater to see it? No. Well, I sit here. No. <laughs> we were literally discussing this yesterday after we both watched the trailer. 
and you're like you're a prisoner in this house. You can't leave, you can't do anything without yeah. Jenna, which is true. She she has to be by my side at all times. Like it's just the way she is. So that's fine. And there's no way in fucking hell yeah. she will sit through a movie. She will have her phone on, and it'll bother people because the screen will be bright. And what a nightmare! She'll be making yeah. her noises and rocking stuff, whatever. So I'm like, well, I'll just wait. I'll wait a couple weeks. That was an interesting with, conversation, where by the way. All the fucking spoilers will be freaking thrown all over websites. So I'll just have to wait. No, or just don't go on the internet. <sighs> it's either one or the other. I don't know. That was a fun conversation, though. We were talking. Because you mentioned the movie theater. I was saying how good that trailer was, how excited I was to see mm, it. Because that, that's, that's one that I would actually want to go yeah. and see. And, and and I started to say it. I'm like, well, we should go to the movie. Uh, that's right. We can't. <laughs> we can't. We can never go to the theater together. And I had to go see Ghostbusters by myself. And people probably thought that was weird. Like, wait, why didn't he go with his family? Mm-hmm. You have a very good reason why. Our daughter's autistic. And I'm telling you, man, she would not sit through a theater. And we don't do it because... I mean, we just don't want to bring her. It's just because we're, we're not assholes. I mean, she would raise a fuss the whole time. If it was just us and maybe a couple other people... That understood? Like like Autism Night? The, yeah. yeah, like uh, that would be something different. But this is a blockbuster film that is going to have a lot yeah. of people. I'm not going to do that to other people. Her yelling all the time, making noises. So, yeah, like yeah. if it was just us, it would that would be fine. And she would have her headphones on or whatever. But I'm not going to... We would have to do it in shifts. Yeah, no. I'm like, I would that. have to go to the movie theater one day, and then you would have to go the next day, but the problem is, is, like, you don't drive, and she is obsessed, with, like, I don't know if I want to say obsessed, but, like, she, I, what is it about autistic people, like, they like they choose they, one person? Yeah, they attach themselves to one, and I happen to be that person. She attaches it to you, and <laughs> me and her sister are, like, pieces of shit to her. Like, seriously, it's just, like, we are, like, dead to her, and it's mommy, mommy, mommy all day, every day. So, I said, I, I made the comment, I'm like... You're you're like a prisoner to this child, like you you really are, and I and I didn't mean it as a joke. I, I, I was like, it's the first time I ever really thought about it that way. Like you can't do anything. I go to my parents' house. She comes with she me. She has to be there. I go anywhere. She is. Yeah, she's with me. I mean, so I thought it was weird. I was like, well, she hates me. I, I, like I used to think like she hates me, but I, I think it's no. more of a blessing because I can. I have the free. I could leave the house. I can yeah. do shit. You can. Like you really can. I mean, she could care less if you left. Yeah, she's like, bye, dad. Fucking, Where fucking did Daddy go? Out. And I'll and I'll say, and she's like, okay, yeah. But let me out of the house. There's, and there's been a few times <laughs> recently where it's happened where you go to like your dad's or whatever. Oh, I'm like, fuck, man, it's a nightmare. It really is. Where's mommy? What time's mommy coming? Mommy, mommy. I'm like, listen, going I just to pick up you. Sammy. Yeah, that's one. I have to pick up Sammy on Wednesdays if you're unable to bring. Because sometimes you have a meeting or whatever, and you're actually able to yeah. give us a ride. But if I have to on Wednesdays, if I have to go to the school and pick Sammy up. Like I, I don't know. She doesn't. She doesn't, at least in the beginning, she did not like that either. Yeah. She wanted to come too, and I'm just like, oh my god, keep checking on her. Make sure she doesn't freaking walk out the damn front door. Ugh. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's a uh, it's a real nightmare. But anyway, back to the trailer. <laughs> Trailers was really was good. freaking good. So what else did I was I excited about? Oh, the um, Fast and Furious movie. I'm oh, pumped yeah. about that. Well, tell me about that. Who, who's the uh, the big star in that one? Like, which fucking former pro wrestler are they putting in this one? Um, not a wrestler, but Aquaman. What the hell's his name? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be in okay. Is it? Um, well, no, Cena's in it too. Oh, so he's gonna be a bad guy who uh, becomes a, a member of the team again. Let me guess. I think they're trying to end it. This this fucking. Have it said something about the end is, is beginning or so, something like that. I don't know. I it, it, I've only watched the trailer once, 
and that because I was blowing through all the trailers, I wanted to see them all, and uh, I th- I think it said something like that. But I'm super pumped about that because I I love those movies. I don't care if they're fucking cheesy and ridiculous. I don't know. They're they're flying off buildings. I don't care. They're in space. I don't give a shit. The guy's like hanging off of a fucking mountain with one hand and the other hand he's holding his car. I can't can't, can't drop I don't care. It's fine. I'm all for it. The family. Um, Fucking A. How the fuck can you take... A stupid fucking concept like people that illegally street race cars and stretch that shit to how many fucking 20 movies they fucking made. 20 fucking movies. Because it's good. Each person turned into James Bond. I just don't under fucking... A bunch of dirtbag fucking greasy bastards that worked on cars all day are now fucking secret agents in the CIA. Hmm. I, I, I don't... And they're out in space. Yeah. What the fuck? Fuck with these idiots, They man. left the two dudes floating in space to the last movie. They were just floating there. Back when I was a kid, the fastest I thought a car can go was 88 miles an hour. Oh, wait, they were floating in space? Oh, God. They're still... Oh. I was cracking the fuck up. Like, fucking it, it Vin was Diesel a funny just flies thing. to space and gets them. I'm sure that's the next fucking super movie that these fucking assholes... I don't know. It, it, uh, so I'm excited about that. Then The Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I saw that one. And I'm excited about that movie. Who's in that one? Um... Wait, they're all in that. All the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, people. But you know they gotta have like 50 people and make it a fucking Broadway comedy because that's what they do at Marvel movies now. Is there I don't know. You're asking me. Cameos? Probably, I'm sure guy? there was. I don't know. Um, and then I know there was another one that I was excited about. I don't know. They just happened to drop a shit ton of trailers. Indiana Jones looked good too. Oh, maybe it was that. Maybe that was the fourth one. That was mine. That that was was only a 30 second freaking trailer. That was like super quick. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. All the other trailers were super long. It looks really fucking good. Indiana Jones is going to be a surprising movie for me, though. I I don't know. You guys stop getting your hopes up. I don't know. Well, I got my hopes up with Ghostbusters and and, 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 and it exceeded my expectations. Wait, you saw the trailer? You don't like how he looks. I mean, he does look kind of stupid. And some of those, like that Will Smith movie, he looks so fucking distractingly weird. Um, I know what you're... Gemini. Gemini, Gemini, yeah, that that was the one. It was a great movie, but man, the Gemini person looked fucking weird. It it, it was distracting (laughs) as hell. I know. It was so distracting. It It just looked awkward. His face would turn and his lips would follow like 30 seconds after. It was just the weirdest fucking thing. I'm telling you, you would think the technology would be better. If you're going to be that ballsy... To try new technology in a blockbuster movie, you better make sure the shit looks good, all right? Well, that was years ago, right? And, How old is that movie? I don't not even that, know. It wasn't like, that old. Maybe like 10 years, maybe? It wasn't that bad. No, because I remember talking on here that I watched it. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I think it'll be me. fine. I, I don't know about that movie. I hope this movie better be fucking good. That's all I got to say. And it better not be woke. I don't think it will be. Because Indiana Jones people are like my age or older. I don't think many kids are like, I can't wait for it. Like, like how, how many kids in school today in like third or fourth grade are talking about doing the Indiana Jones trailer? I highly doubt it. They're talking about Flash and all the other cool shit. Mm-hmm. They don't know who the old guy was in the Flash. He was like, who the fuck is that guy? I don't know who he is, but they're going to learn. Parents, you, you probably got bad parents if you don't know who, who the guy was in the trailer that made the cameo. Yeah. You got terrible parents. They deserve to be castrated. But no, um... I'm, I'm excited for Yeah, I'm excited for, for that movie, man. As soon as he spoke, I'm like, yay. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, yeah, but he smiled. But I you don't fucking care. smile like you, you don't smile. Batman doesn't smile. Oh, God. I'm so, I'm so excited. That's, I just wish yeah. it was a different Flash at this point. <laughs> that might be the thing. I mean, all, all it takes, all it takes is for them to change the ending slightly, 
and have the guy from the TV show show up at the end and, and be the new Flash. That's it, Flash is an easy one to fix because he travels. There's like multiple versions and shit of him. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one to fix. I if it was like. Green Lantern or like another character who's like you have a million Green Lanterns but there's only one Hal Jordan there's only one Jon Stewart that would be a lot tougher but Flash easily easily fix it but we're talking about the Super Bowl I might as well talk about the game real quick we didn't really watch I didn't watch one second of it not one no. it was on in the background I was fucking around I was looking at the iPad and watching other shit and back and forth I really wasn't into the game my my Biff yeah my girl she was watching the game she, right? she had my back she was watching the game, and any time a cool commercial came on or anything, she would text me. Yeah. Look this up. Up, oh, this trailer just just came on. It looks good. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time I'm watching my show, I got her <laughs> texting me. She's like, "Okay, it. look this one up." Mm-hmm. So the, I, I didn't even have to watch the game. I was told when the hell something good was happening. Well, I'm just happy the fucking Eagles didn't win. And and if you live in, in in Pennsylvania, you should be happy the Eagles didn't win because you still have the state this morning. Because I guarantee if the fucking Eagles would have won, those idiotic fans would have been burning shit down all night long. So thank goodness the Chiefs won. And because fuck the Eagles, really, man. I'm a Giants fan, and I've always had that attitude. Fuck the Eagles. I didn't want to see it on Facebook either. Oh, yeah? I got an Eagle fan on there. Oh, my who God. Who loves She's the to fucking... rub it in. Yeah. So. She's the biggest Eagles fan ever right there. Yeah. I'll give her credit, man. She's not one of these fly-by-night Eagles fans. She's been an Eagles fan no. as long as I know her, so good, good for that. And uh, halftime show, Rihanna. Listen, whatever. But you called it first. You you said pregnant immediately, and I'm like, damn her I, stomach. I big. looked at her and I'm What's like, is she pregnant? But then I started thinking she just had a baby, and in my head I'm like, she just had a baby like a month or two ago. And then I had to look it up and know she had the baby in spring. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so she must be pregnant again. But whatever. I I was so bored. I didn't I didn't like it. I yeah. didn't like it. I that's I did turn it on for that. Because you came out and told me that it was about to come on. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck it. Something cool might happen. Because yeah. <laughs> so, you never know. So then I put it on the TV and I, I just, no. I I don't know. People loved it. I was just not, I don't know. I wasn't into it. A lot of mudslinging about that halftime show. People were just talking shit left and right here, man. Really? The whole world is so politicized now. Because I I was seeing people that freaking loved it. And I'm just like, oh, I was so fucking bored. Well, it was was mainly like left and uh, right wing mudslinging. Like, oh, we got a black quarterback, led Super Bowl, and you got a black halftime performer. The Super Bowl is blacker than ever this year. And... Then the right wing is so oh mad about it. No, I'm serious. That was a post. Joy Reid posted that on the, the MSNBC host. She posted that shit. And you see that, and it's like, why can't you just fucking shut the fuck up for one weekend? Why do you have to look just at shut everything? Shut the fuck up. Why does everything have to be looked at through the uh, eyes of the, the, the race lens or whatever? Really fucking obnoxious, the whole thing. And it's like, can't you just shut the fuck up for half a second? Just for half a second. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. It's a game that people love. Bring everyone together. We're supposed to watch the Super Bowl, and they bring that shit up, you know. And so that was really obnoxious. But otherwise, I'm glad it was at least an entertaining game from from what I gather. It was uh, tied all the way up until the end. The Chiefs were getting beat up pretty good in the first half. They were down by like a – it was it was about to be a two-touchdown game going into the half, and then they kicked a field goal, and they held them to a field goal, and it was a 10-point game. And then I stopped giving a shit because the two teams I, I don't give a fuck about, and then last next thing you know, it was a tied game, and they kicked a field goal and won. So congratulations to Chiefs fans – my Giants are going to be there next year. I, I got a feeling, man. They're fucking hot. They're, the Giants are looking good. Hopefully this wasn't just a one-time thing. Did you do anything else this weekend? Um, no, I don't, I don't 
no. Did I? No. Yeah. <laughs> I got, man, it's a very entertaining life I live. I, I, nothing, I ain't got shit going on. You did more than I did. Busy, busy, busy. You did more Watch than I did. Watch Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> that's it. And a bunch of movie yeah. trailers. I, that, that's about it. Well, I finished watching uh, Black Mirror. You were talking about how your BFF was showing you, uh, what, commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we finished watching the Black Mirror, and season five was by far the worst one. Was it? It fucking sucked. It, it was really bad. There were just some episodes where, you know how a show goes on, and it's really good, and then it starts getting less good, and then before you know it, you're like, all right. Yeah. Great, another season's coming. Like, oh, all right. And then it, it just sucks. You're like, why didn't it end last season, you know? Sometimes a show can leave you wanting more until you don't want anymore, and that's kind of what happened with Black Mirror. It just wasn't that good well, at the end. I got a show that's going on 18 or 19 seasons. <laughs> it stopped being good about 10 years ago. So it's still going. Yeah. Still waiting for it to end at some point. After a certain so. point, though, like you, you start off really hot if you have a good product. And then after a while, I mean, you, you do retain people, but you do lose people along the way and you gain new ones. But a show that's been going on for 20 years, you, you're really only holding on to those people that are, that are going to watch until the end no matter what. Because they want to see how it ends and they've invested the time. And they're mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm too far in. You can't give it up. I'm I mean, like that with some video games. A lot of shows have like one bad season here or there. Yeah. But and sometimes they'll come back. Like uh, I think um, like Dexter had a shit-ass season in there. They had I can't a couple. Remember. They had a couple. Dexter wasn't really that good when I think about it. I don't remember what season what I fucking hated it. I'm just like, oh my couple. god, let the season be over. It was horrible. But then it came back and it, it was decent. I, oh, I don't know. Wow. So some shows are like that. Maybe it'll be better next season. You know, Dexter really only had like one excellent season. Oh! And then it went down and then up and down, up and down. I did see over the weekend um, that they're doing another spinoff, Dexter spinoff, a Trinity Killer yeah, that was a rumored one for a while. Yeah, it was. I, I saw it over. The, like I don't. Right, no, thank you. <laughs> Dexter doesn't need a universe. Dexter was a good one-off show. Fucking just let it end, people. I mean, yeah, there all thing. all these different spinoffs they're talking about. Like, I, no, yeah. I won't be watching that. Dexter was a show that the more I think about it in hindsight, the the the, the more it falls on my list of favorite shows. At one point, it was my favorite show I, I watched. And then it's like, the more I think about it, I'm like, it wasn't that good. And the way they ended it again, I'm like, you know, maybe that shitty ending they had last time was fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like I didn't like the fact that they brought it back, and that really crushed it. it. It was a show that progressively got worse. And then they brought it back, trying to end it right, and it ended worse than before, I thought. I, I just... <laughs> Why? At least we know now that it's he, like you're he's dead. It. It's like you're poking it with a fucking stick and like trying to get life out of it. It's dead. It's not coming back. And they just kept poking it too much. I didn't really care for it. But just getting back to that Black Mirror, though. I, I never had a show that really made me think so much. Like I said, you wouldn't like it. But it, it it was a really good show. I mean, I would definitely recommend it to people, especially conspiracy theorists, because a lot of my shit was uh, affirmed. Like, a lot, a lot of thoughts that I had. It's really interesting when you look at a show like this that can get so many things right. And, and the lines are blurred between reality and fiction when you watch this show. Because it's like, how could they get things so fucking close without telling you what's going to happen? Without holding your hand and saying, this is going to happen in like 10 years. This is going to happen if it, whatever. I feel like the, the writer of the show must have a friend that's like a government leaker or some shit. It was like, hey, this is some stuff where it don't want to be a great idea for a TV show. Just don't put too much of the details in there. Just enough so you can kind of wink in the future and be like, yeah, we did it first. But, I mean, it, it, it's like that level of fucking... You know, closeness, I guess, with what's going on in life, the parallels and whatnot. 
But um, besides that, I, I did watch the fight, the UFC fight the other night, and I was pissed off because I finally had a good stream and everything was working. I don't know how the fuck I, I like, it, it restarted and then it just wouldn't come back right before the main event. It was just buffering the whole time. So I, I didn't get to watch the fight live as it happened, but I did stay up and I was waiting for the results because I already put the time in to stay up fucking late anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I did watch the replay of the fight the next morning and, and clear just to see what the hell happened. The guy that I wanted to win, everyone said he won. It wasn't the way that I said he was. I thought he was going to strangle him in the second uh, round or whatever and beat him. Great fight. I mean, fight of the year easily so far. And we got a lot of year left, and I don't think this one's going to get topped. It's a really good fight. Would you have won money? No. No? No. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad I didn't. I'm, I'm really not a gambler. I talk shit about it, but I'm, I'm not going to actually ever bet money on the fight or anything. But the guy that I wanted to win, I mean, in my eyes, he, he, he won three rounds of two. A lot of people online were a little pissed off and they're saying, oh, they should do an immediate rematch. The, the other guy's not as good as they say he is or hope he is. I, I just feel like this is the case of the UFC seeing a guy that they want to be the star, that Islam Makayev guy. I'm, I'm thinking what they're going to do is just keep pushing this guy until one day he gets exposed by a real fighter. I thought he got exposed on Saturday night, rather. and It's just one of those things, man. I fucking hate referees. I, I do. I, 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 I really should stop watching fighting. Because when I watch it, I always expect a good fight, like a fair fight, and then you get crushed with some fucking terrible referee decision or a call or decision at the end of the fight. I mean, it really pisses me off. That's why I, I would be a fan of a league where you have to knock the person out or make them submit the fucking win. No more draws, no more fucking time limit bullshit. You have to win. You have to fucking win this fight. Make the person quit, knock them the fuck out, and that's it. I would love to see those rules implemented. Because leaving up to the referee's decision, it's always a fucking horrible choice. And there was a bad call in the football game last night, they were saying. They were saying the Eagles got screwed, which wouldn't surprise me because they, they, they loved themselves and Patrick Mahomes. So. And there was a football player that came out and also said some shit about how the league was all planned. Um, the fuck was it? He was a running back for the Titans. Like, uh, fucking, I can't think of his name right now. But I, I, I Arian Foster, the football player, if you guys want to read some shit about the NFL, he's trying to say the NFL scripted. So, I, I don't know if I believe that or not, but it's just one of those things, man, where you just can't really believe what you see. So, speaking of that, did you see any UFO stuff, any more stuff pop up? Not today. It's no. the same BS that they've been doing last week. Yeah, I've kind of refrained from talking about it, especially online, because people are all freaking out, and you've got the people that want to believe in UFOs versus the people that are like, it's not a fucking, it's not the UFO you think it is, motherfucker. You're fighting online about this whole thing. Yeah, it's not aliens. Spaceships. No. That's that's what people were wanting it to be. Well, they're idiots. Why they're would you want that? <laughs> Why? Who would want that? It's always <laughs> the idiot with the peace sign holding up a balloon with an alien's face on it that gets eviscerated first in the movies. We right? got enough sh- fucking problems down here with it with stupid shit. You want fucking aliens from other planets coming hey, man, in here? Alien dude. Like, God, no, <laughs> thank a, you. Take a hit on my fucking bomb. I mean, you get fucking shot like Mars attacks. I'm telling you, man. No, but what it really was, it was just balloons carrying shit. You know, it's like the Chinese spy balloon. That one had a bunch of electronic monitoring devices in there and was able to fly across the country for a fucking week without anybody giving a shit. These were the smaller balloons, and they were saying they were just, they, they were uh, like holding like dumb shit. They were called carrier balloons or some shit like that, they were saying. Mm-hmm. They, they just had equipment in there, but they didn't really say what the equipment was. I, I believe it. And I don't believe anything the government says, but I believe this. I, I, I don't believe aliens would be flying down here 
all of a sudden in just a rapid succession. I mean, I've seen enough alien movies, okay? They're going to come with a giant invasion. (laughs) I don't fucking... If aliens ever come... I I don't think it's going to be what people think it is. They have this idea in their heads of what they think aliens are going to be. I think, like, an alien could be fucking microscopic for all we know. They could be here, like, they could be buzzing in front of my face right fucking now in, like, a tiny little thing that I can't see. Fucking that. Exactly. That, that. Fucking gnats that I hate. Yeah. yeah, that could be it. Or those carpenter bees. I fucking hate those bitches, too. I mean, they fucking fly octopus. right in your face. Yeah, like, look at an octopus. I mean, to me, that's a fucking alien. That's a crazy-ass thing. But people think they're just going to see this, like, thing flying from the sky and laser lights that were over Hawaii or whatever the fuck they were saying. Or there were some, like, lights out there that were yeah, being shot off. Yeah, from the satellite. Yeah, from the satellite. I don't know. People are just... They just want something crazy to happen. Like, I've always... People want that shit. They want the end of the world. They want conflict. They love this shit. Everything that's going on the past few, few years in life, people have... Like, this is one giant orgasm for people. If you're on the left, this has been the longest, most satisfying orgasm of terror and fear you could ever imagine. They want this. They love it. Meanwhile, the rest of us sane folk out here, like our Voices of Misery listeners, our lovely listeners we love so much. I said love a few times because I'm high as fuck. They understand. We just want to be left the fuck alone, man. That's all we want in life is to be left the fuck alone. And these other people, they're just intent on making our lives miserable. So... Haha, <laughs> they weren't UFOs, motherfuckers, as far as you think they are. They're just things in the sky that we didn't know what they were at first. Now we do. They're just fucking bullshit. So, can we get anything else or you gotta. I got nothing else, man. No? Alright. Go ahead and tell people what they can do. I live a very quiet life. On the couch. That's it. The weirdest like fucking life. I'm telling you, man. This, we, we've been playing the longest game of four corners <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see her oldest daughter all day yesterday. She's like a little fucking ninja man. Yeah, she she comes out to eat she, and then retires I, back to her room. She's she's about to turn fifteen this year, and I and this is the thing you teenage people do, right? It's, 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 this is normal teenage behavior. Yes. Side so note. Yeah, I used to. If I was home, I was in my room. Yeah. That's me saying if I was home. Because yeah. back in the day... I wasn't either. I had a bike. I was like going all over the place. I was yeah. hanging out with friends. But if my ass was home, I was in my bedroom. My door was shut. Yeah. I would I would have to be told to clean my room. I would have to be told to... De- like, it's just... That's a teenage behavior. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Just whatever. I think some people... I mean, people... back then we used to hang out at malls and shit too. Yeah, yeah. You know? So if I wasn't hanging out at the fucking mall... Like a mall rat, I was home and in bed. <laughs> I think people have this like weird perception of what they think family life is that don't have families. Well, some families all yeah. sit around the table and stuff, which is nice. It's yeah. just that's not us. I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I don't know. I was just wondering about these people that write these fucking TV shows where like the families all do these cool things and shit. Like who the fuck is the person who wrote the show doesn't have a family? Because it, it ain't like that. You don't learn life lessons all the fucking time at the end of 30 minutes or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Like, I mean, we've never had those experiences where, like, weird shit happens around the house and dad's just bumbling fucking idiot. Mom has her shit together and they all make... You know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't see that stuff. I wonder if the people that are writing it actually have families. It's really actually kind of fucking boring. Yeah. We all do our own thing. That, that's really weird stuff. But whatever. All right, so today is February 13th. Clean out your computer day. Uh, desperation day. Dream Your Sweet Day. Employee Legal Awareness Day. Get a Different Name Day. International Condom Day. Yes. International Epilepsy Day. Mm -hmm. International Natural Day. Kiss Day. Madly in Love with Me Day. Meal Monday. 
National Breakup with Your Carrier Day. Hmm. National Cheddar Day. National Crab Rangoon Day. National Football Hangover Day. National Internet Friends Day. National Tortellini Day. National Wingman's Day. Oatmeal Monday. Self Love Day. And World Radio Day. That's a shit ton of days for Monday. That is a lot. That's a lot. So. And people are fucking hungover as shit today. No, well, they, they ain't going to be doing any of this. this. <laughs> got to do this today. Um, and tomorrow, Tuesday, February 14th. Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Visitor Day. Um, International Book Giving Day. League of Women's Voters Day. Library Lovers Day. National Call-In Single Day. National Condom Awareness Day. What is up with the condom? I don't push? know. <laughs> it feels much better without them. Telling you. National Cream Filled Chocolates Day. National Donor Day. National Ferris Wheel Day. National Have a Heart Day. National Pet Theft Awareness Day. National Women's Heart Day. Pet Theft Awareness Day. Quirky Alone Day. Race Relations Day. Read to Your Child Day. <laughs> Safer Internet Day. Shut up. Singles Awareness Day. Uh, Statehood Day in Arizona. Travel Africa Day. Valentine's Day. And World Sound Healing Day. Mm. That's a shit ton. Man, I I don't know. But the the condom came up twice. So maybe it's like sex ed week or something. Well, they don't (laughs) want new babies being performed. I mean, they want to kill them if if, if they manage to make it past the condom stage. They want to kill the babies in the womb, so... Maybe this is their way of saying, listen, just don't make us fucking indoctrinate your children. We just fucking prevent it from happening, please. Sign the Democrats. National Condom Week, February 14th to the 21st. So there you go, people. It's Condom Week. I I would be insulted. Are they on sale? If if I was asked to use a condom, I would use that Jedi mind trick that fucking talked the woman out of it. Here, you gotta put this condom on. We don't really know each other. And I would act offended be like, <gasps> are you calling me? Do I look dirty? And I would start fake crying and shit until the girl was like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm sorry to offend you. We don't have to use it. And all of a sudden, all right, <laughs> it worked. You're so stupid. Because if, if they insisted, I would be like, I'm fucking, I would, I would rather not do it than do it with a condom. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. It just, it never, never made sense to me. You're a disgusting person. I am a disgusting person who likes just just move well, let's on. Move on it's here. someone's birthday. <laughs> fucking hell! It's someone's birthday, which means their parents did not use a condom. And oh, today is February thirteenth, which means someone's celebrating a birthday, and they don't have to do it alone this year like they've been doing every other year, because we're here now and we have a present for them from Florida man who came bearing gifts. What do steroids and marijuana have to do together? Anything? Can you guess what steroids and marijuana have to do with each other? Oh, man. Well, they were in this man's car when he crashed uh, while attempting to flee the police department. He's a 28-year-old Florida man who was chased by the Cumbie Police Department. He was arrested after he fled on I-30 and crashed into a ditch. A subsequent search of the vehicle uncovered a massive amount of steroids and marijuana. The Cumbie Police Department officer was performing a routine patrol in a maroon Dodge van traveling eastbound noticed the officer come into the interstate at the 109-mile marker. The van sped up in an attempt to lose the officer before exiting at the uh, I-10 exit at high speed. Dude, this guy was going 95 miles a fucking hour. How horrifying is that? 
The officer finally caught up to him and observed the van crash into a ditch. This whole thing was caught on video. <laughs> on the side of the road, there were there were bottles of this stuff called Powerhouse Labs. Uh, it's a it's a brand of steroids, I guess. This guy was working for, and there and there was a couple there was a couple of like uh, garbage bags full of individual bags of marijuana. So obviously he was a drug mule. They also located a Walmart bag the suspect had thrown out of his vehicle that had even more marijuana with his with his wallet and photo ID in it. So oh even if God. he decided to try to get away, he would have gotten caught. This genius's name was uh, Courtney Martavius Ivory. Oh, man. He was arrested and charged with reckless driving, tampering, and evidence. And possession of a controlled, dangerous substance with intent to sell. So, Martavius a fucking hell of a name. I wonder if that goes back to the olden days. Oh, God. You're an idiot, dude. Alright, well, I feel like an asshole because Bill Barr just sent me an alert and they said, you son of a bitch, you did it again. They said, rewind that and let Nerdette know we loved her segment. And I probably won't be getting my new favorite bar in the mail anytime soon. That's all I'm saying, people, because I fucked up. But I'm going to make it up right now by telling you about Bill Barr, the makers of the finest protein bar of all time. And let me tell you, the brownie batter puff. The most amazing. This is like a Russian doll of chocolate. You know what Russian dolls are? Yes. You open up, there's another one inside, another one. This has like 38 layers of chocolate. It, it, it's like the most delicious Tootsie Roll pop you've ever had. And inside, there's a better tasting one. And inside of that one, there's a better tasting one. There's like fucking 50 layers of chocolate. It all tastes different. It all tastes amazing in this thing. You have to go to Built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com. Use our code VOMSHOW to save 20% off any of these bars. Highly recommend the Brownie Batter Puff. Fucking amazing, and it just melts in your mouth. People, you need to try this bar. It's my personal favorite of all time. I mean, this is so far up above any other <laughs> protein bar I've ever fucking had. I just want to take a bite out of my fucking iPad because I'm looking at the picture of the bar with all the nutritional facts. That's how good these things are. Can you tell people my reaction when I had this? In? You, you we, don't, we don't need to go down it again. We don't. It, it, I, it, just all the moaning and groaning when you were eating it was just, I can't. I soiled myself twice. Okay, well, you didn't do that, but you were making all sorts of noises eating the How would thing. you know? <sighs> You're so nasty. You're a nasty person. Go to Built.com, people. So there you go. They really love your segment. Did I tell you that? Mm. The whole time I'm reading that, you're just laughing at me because I'm clutching my chest like I'm about to fucking faint and die. I was looking at your neck because I, I'm surprised you're still wearing your necklace. Why? Why would you be surprised? Because I told you. I still have a BFF. <laughs> Why the fuck would I take it off? So when you break up, are you going to take it off? Yes, of course. <laughs> I have to take it off angrily and throw it in the fireplace like they do on those TV shows. I was going to tell you to put it on a keychain. Like, that would be cute. You know? Why a keychain? I never have a, I never have my keys nearby. We don't leave the fucking house. <laughs> I can see if I was like a truck driver or something. Oh, <laughs> I always God. have my keys in my hand. All right, you ready to get some topics here or what? It's just a dainty necklace and it's just like... Well, look at your fucking wrist. <laughs> you look like Johnny Depp. <laughs> the fucking midlife crisis having prick. He's got like 50 things in his arm. <sighs> God. You remind me of one of those bimbos from those old MTV videos. Remember, uh, who was it? Madonna used to have all the things on her wrist. Oh, I used to have those. I mean, how many BFF bracelets do you have on right now? I Can have three. Please? No, it looks like a lot more than no, three. No, I have three. One, two, three, and they're all for the same person. Oh, they've all got a ton of shit. Yes. All right, so you're trying to see I have to up my game here? 
No, because if you up your game, then I got up mine. <laughs> That's what we do, people. Are you ready? To get some I've been here? ready, man. I've been ready. Well, you keep the, I asked you like four times to move on here, and you keep bringing the dumb shit, making fun of me. You're, you're making That's what fun. I, do. You're, I know you do. You're like the hurt my feelings. You, you want to talk about Cutie Pie Mer- or uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez or Cortez here? We haven't talked about her in a while. She hasn't really done anything ever except for say dumb shit and yeah, she run her mouth like she's yeah. always saying something stupid. Well, we were talking about the Super Bowl in the mm-hmm. intro of the show here, and uh, last episode we talked about the satanic performance performed at the Grammys when they had uh, what's his name Sam Smith or the fuck his name is doing all that weird shit on stage. Well, AOC's pissed off because during the Super Bowl, apparently, there was this commercial that was just so offensive to American people and a threat to our democracy that she had to go online and get all of her supporters to, to rail against it. So there was a Super Bowl message that conveyed the horrible, horrible message of, of hope and love. Okay? Very, very offensive to these people on, on the left, those two words, hope and love. And this commercial was a, a, a really good one. It was by this Christian organization. It drew mockery from AOC, who likened the commercials extolling Jesus Christ to fascism. What? Yes, to fascism. So the nonprofit Servant Organ- uh, Foundation sponsored two Super Bowl commercials as part of the He Gets Us campaign. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, these commercials are always on. I know. I They're know. always on. I know. But do you want to hear how offensive this commercial is? Oh, God. It, it's not offensive. It's just constantly. Just go on. How horrible was it? Because I haven't looked at it Do you want to hear how bad this... I mean, this is what drew the ire of the people on the left here. Yeah. So the first... This is what it featured here. Photos of children in heartwarming situations, such as a black and white child hugging, as well as a poignant photo from uh, 2019 of five-year-old Aubrey Burge confronting her four-year-old brother as he underwent chemotherapy. I'm, I'm telling you that those are just horrible, horrible things to put on a commercial, right? Uh, what? There's always They're someone out there that has to say something. Obviously, I'm being facetious here, and then I'm just making fun of this whole thing. She was upset about this. She she thought this was wrong. She just wanted her voice heard. So Jesus didn't want us to act like adults. The narrator says, as legendary singer Patsy Cline's, "If I could see the world through the eyes of a child, plays, he gets us all of us. Be childlike." The second ad showed adults arguing and fighting with each other, then stated, Jesus loved the people we hate, reiterating, he gets us, all of us. So, millions of people were inspired by this commercial, but not AOC. She was really pissed off, and she said, Something tells me that Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign, she said. I I, I just don't get it, man. Whatever. Whatever. I don't get it. There's always like there's always got to be someone that has to say something negative. She was mad because they spent money on trying to have a positive message out there, but yet Pfizer can spend hundreds of millions of dollars on commercials on everything. Children shows have a Pfizer commercial on there now. It's absolutely insane the amount of money they spent on a pharmaceutical, and yet she's mad because this person. Or, or this organization, rather, had two commercials with a very nice message on there. But yet you can have a million and fucking one commercials all day long putting out things and messages that we necessarily don't agree with, like division and hatred and all other bullshit they were doing. I, I, I think they're mad because they don't like anything positive. I mean, what is wrong about having a commercial play where a black child and white child hug? It's because they're not fighting or strangling each other. 
And it's also contrary to their narrative. The whole week of the Super Bowl, or the whole two weeks, rather, it was a two-week uh, you know, affair here waiting for the game. What, what what did they say the whole time? They said, oh, you got two black quarterbacks in their first Super Bowl. You've got this, that, and the other thing. And it's like you, you're pointing out the people's nationalities and races and shit. Yeah, for what? That makes Because that's what they want. So they, stupid. They want you to take it and, and, and put that over here and then have the rest over here because that's what they're doing. They're separating. They want you to see everybody for the color of their skin. They don't want you to see people for what they are and whatever. That That's what they want. You have this side of the fence putting a commercial of the children hugging, and you're not making a mention of what they're doing. What they see is a black and white child hugging, but the commercial wasn't meant to be that kind of a thing. It was just like, hey, these two kids just, it, it doesn't matter to them. They see the world differently than what adults see it as because we're led down these fucking dark paths. As we get older, we get stupider and more corrupt and evil. Adults ruin everything. In AOC, <clears throat> the scary thing is a lot of people agreed with her, all, all of her fucking followers. Agree? People agree? They're agreeing with her. They think this is wrong. Like, oh, look at these fucking people spin. And right after that, I'm sure a Pfizer commercial played or another Pfizer because they're all sponsored by Pfizer. I just don't understand why this was the the, the thing for them. It's because you, you show togetherness and unity. That was a commercial about unity. You got the kids hugging and you got other things. You got one kid who was comforting their, their brother when he's going through chemotherapy. Those are touching commercials. But they would rather have halftime shows of satanic imagery and shit like that, I'm sure. They would rather have... You know, uh, transgender people throwing their fucking dicks in, in kids' faces, they're okay with that. They're, they're okay with you, have, like, painting murals and uh, defund the police and all this other crap. They don't want anything to be positive. And, and this is what offends them. It's, it's like when you have a vampire movie, and the vampire is, like, being a badass, and he put the Holy Cross in his face, and he repents, and he's, like, he's all, all afraid and shit. He shows his true face. It's kind of like with them. You show them anything positive, and they're like, oh, shit, you know, it, it hurts them. They're fucking, I'm telling you, these people are fucking demonic, man, all of them. Just this one happens to come in a very nice package. <laughs> AOC's very, very good-looking woman. Oh, God. I was holding out hope for her to come over to our side, come to her senses, but damn it. Dude, she's a fucking airhead. She sure is. I just, I, I just don't know how you can mock that, like that message. And to me, those are heartwarming commercials, you know? It's like, oh, oh this is nice to see. When all week, all, the only thing you're hearing about is what makes us different. Mm-hmm. Leading up to the game, it's what makes us different, what makes us different. And the whole fucking time you're hearing about this, you see one one little commercial they snuck in there of like, ah. And they have to fucking attack it because they don't want any, ah. They want us to be fucking fighting each other. That, that's what they want. So from one event to another, did you see this? Um, well, I know we don't watch golf, so there's no way in fucking hell you would have seen this. But maybe we should start watching golf. Very exciting stuff happening. Do you see this streaker uh, stole the show? Why? Why? Why do people do that? So, uh, fucking hey, this is, I'm, I'm sure this is an event that everybody watches. This is the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Huge fucking event. This is the most exciting thing they've ever had. <laughs> so last year, Sam Ryder was responsible for the rowdiest moment at the infamous 16 hole at the Waste Management Phoenix Open in Scottsdale with his hole-in-one. This year, that moment may be thanks to a streaker. A man in justice underwear does... Oh, you're not a streaker if you're in your underwear. Yeah, those streakers are show, naked. Show the dick, man. People want to see the oh dick my if you're going to be streaking. Ain't no one want to see that. If you're streaking, you, you better be prepared to show it all. I mean, like, if there's a female streaker, she can wear underwear as long as the titties are flopping. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with this dude. He at least covered his shit up. No one wants to see that. So good for him. You yeah. can run you, wherever the hell he wants to. If you to. want to be a streaker, 
Ugh. You have to be naked. That's, that's disgusting. You have to be naked. Yuck. You can wear socks because that ground's dirty, but other than that, <laughs> that's all you're allowed to wear. So he decided to rush the green into a pole dance around one of the flag sticks. <laughs> that's awesome. He juked out a hole marshal before belly flopping into the water on another hole. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, yeah. He was uh, written on his back was 19th hole with an arrow pointing towards his bottom. <laughs> Which another streaker did back at the Open Championship at St. Andrews in 1995. Oh, 19th hole with an arrow pointing down to his ass. The 16th hole has grown notorious for being the loudest in all of golf. It's the only hole that is surrounded entirely by seats, making it a stadium hole. Okay, so that's got the most eyes on it. That's fucking hilarious, man. So they went and got his ass, and uh, he was arrested and held overnight. Oh, hilarious. just overnight. So, yeah. okay. Oh, I'm sure he's going to have to go to court, maybe. I don't, to me, that's funny. That's funny. He didn't hurt anybody. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Everybody laughed. And he faked out some fucking overweight dude who did not plan for this at all. <laughs> he was like, fuck, man. He's like, what's the most I got? Well, gotta... you know what? He was probably bored out of his mind, that dude, anyways. And then what? Who watches golf? I mean, especially Ugh. the Waste Management Golf fucking tournament. <sighs> what the hell do you get when you win that? A pile of... Here you go. Fucking... Just hand you a pile of garbage. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, a Florida man was arrested for murder on Saturday after allegedly assaulting a couple in the parking lot of a Kentucky hotel, then shooting and killing an employee, according to the McCracken County Sheriff's Office. In addition to first-degree murder, 55-year-old Robert Panel was also charged with assault, disorderly conduct, menacing, and resisting arrest. Law enforcement officers were called to a Best Western hotel in southwestern Kentucky about an active shooter around 9.48 a.m. on Saturday morning. An officer located panel in the parking lot and detained him while a sheriff deputy began searching the hotel and located the employee on the first floor with multiple gunshot wounds to the head and body. Detectives learned during the investigation that panel allegedly assaulted a couple in the parking lot after they refused to give him a cigarette lighter. Mm. That's all this was for. A cigarette lighter. I'm sure there's been less or more for less, yeah. Oh, my God. Now, you know, I, there's a little bit left to this, but they, they, my first apartment right down the street mm-hmm. at that intersection, someone was stabbed to death because uh, uh, some guy came up and asked for a cigarette. The person didn't give it to them, and they were stabbed. What if the guy was just, a non-smoker? Just lying, just left for dead. You don't think I was a non-smoker? Because I, I don't Ugh. smoke. If someone ever asked me for a cigarette, I said, no, do I have to like get ready to defend myself? People are crazy. That happened like literally like not even a block away from my house. Just that. That was the worst part of being a smoker. Every time every Ugh. time you fucking pull one out, you have to look around before you even reach your hand into your pocket. <laughs> There's always some fucking vermin around the corner. There's always some shady-ass person waiting. <laughs> it's, it's never someone with like a business suit holding a suitcase like, oh my goodness, I, I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I left my cigarettes in my car. May I please have one? It's always the grimiest motherfucker <laughs> doing that hip-hop shuffle towards you. Uh, so the guy then right. entered the hotel with a handgun and opened fire, according to the sheriff, leaving the employee dead. No one else was struck by the gunfire. Uh, panel is from Palm Coast, Florida, and was staying at the hotel at the time of the shooting. He is being held in the McCracken County Jail on a combined bond of two and a half million dollars. Mm. Over a fucking lighter. Which you get uh. for free at the gas station. <laughs> Maybe it was a nice one. Maybe it was one of those Zippos. So stupid, man. They are like a buck. 
And a lot of t- lot of gas stations or bodegas or whatever, you go and buy a pack of cigarettes, they they throw lighters at you here. Even then, it's just... Uh... Oh, my God. I, you know how many freaking lighters you I can, have in the state? You, you can use matches, and matches are pretty much available in stores, too, right? You just go are in there. Are they still? Like, I you don't get a know. book of matches. I know. I haven't it. seen them in a while. I yeah, think. I haven't, just, yeah. I haven't seen them in a really long time either. But you said, yeah, just go in, and those were free. You would go in and ask for a book yeah. of matches and just walk right out. Like, I, well, I don't know. I was always very blunt with people that borrowed cigarettes because they would call it borrowing, and I always thought that was annoying. Yeah. Like, like you're not going to give it back, I, I, and I don't want it back. If you could, it's, it, you put your mouth on that shit. I, I always had a problem because it was always the same, like two or three people. Oh man, I, I can't wait till payday so I can buy a pack of smokes. Like motherfucker, this is your addiction. Obviously, this is something that you that you need. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you you supposedly you need this. You have this in your mind that you need this product. So plan better. <laughs> Plan better so you have the fucking thing. You eat every day, I hope, don't you? You drink your water every day, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I know I'm going to have lunch at 12 o'clock. Why don't you fucking prepare for your fucking cigarettes, too, you piece of shit? We both work at the same fucking job. You know when I get paid, I know when you get paid. How come I have them and you don't? Money management, you fucking asshole. If you can't budget (laughs) enough for your addiction, something that you love so much that you are willing to pander for this shit at your job, shamelessly, you need to plan better for this fucking thing. That's all I'm saying, man. Have your own fucking cigarettes, people. It's the most obnoxious thing in the world. And I haven't smoked a cigarette in well over a decade now. And and, and it, it still pisses me off. I, I, I used to fucking just... I used to make people feel like absolute dog shit. But they would still take the cigarette from me after I berated them and treated them like a fucking dog doing a trick. I, I would make them do tricks for cigarettes, man. Like fucking lay down and do something. Like lick your own fucking nuts so I don't give a shit. Do something. Okay. Perform an act of do something for this fucking cigarette, you worthless bastard. Every day you ask me for one, and on payday you're nowhere to be found. So <laughs> where the fuck do you go, Batman? <laughs> Seriously, these people, they piss me off. There's someone out there who's smoking a <laughs> cigarette that knows exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. They're that grimy-ass co-worker, every time you light up, mm-hmm. like, oh man, this motherfucker always asks me for a cigarette. I usually take my break at 10.15. I'm going to take it at 10 today. Got to the point I, I would do... Because we were rolling cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I would roll the exact amount I knew I needed. Yep. Okay, I need this many for break, this many for my lunch, blah, blah, blah. Waiting for the cab. Okay, I got boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. Nope, sorry. I, I only brought enough for my shift. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. And then they stopped asking me. Well, those fucking... Well, at least you had those classy ones. I mean, I would get the fucking leeches that would, like, fucking... Like, run you down about it. Like, oh, man, I had a Marlboro yesterday from you, and now you were rolling your own cigarettes. Oh, okay. So we're smoking these now, aren't we? Like, what the fuck? Motherfucker, I'm giving you this cigarette because I'm a nice person. Now, fuck you, and I'm crying. I wish I had Marlboros. No, but seriously, man, fuck these people. So. There you go, people. I have a product for you. How does nerd really feel? Fuck you. I always say it. I always say what I really feel. I don't like beating around the bushes for assholes. That's later. So, uh, I have a new product I'm going to test on you because I'm really curious to know how this fucking works, the whole logistics behind it. So, Kourtney Kardashian has a vaginal wellness gummy she's uh, pumping out into the society now. Did you see this? A vaginal wellness gummy. She's facing a lot of criticism from women's health experts who slam the probiotic as very problematic. So, this is a gummy that you're supposed to take. It has pineapple and vitamin C with the power of clinically studied SNZ-1969, which is to target vaginal health and pH levels that support freshness and taste. So this is mainly a product for us men. 
because we're supposed to go down on you, woman. We're supposed to. It was written on the Ten Commandments. It, it just didn't make the cut. This was actually number 11. Thou must dine on women's vagina. That's all right. Yuck. And this is supposed to make it taste better. And for some reason, I, I don't know where this urban legend came from. This has been around since I was a kid. I don't know if there's any truth to it. But there was always saying, oh, well, you're supposed to taste pineapple. Like, eat pineapple as a guy so it tastes better for the female when they're performing on you. And I guess this is the same logic in reverse here where these vaginal gummies... I have never heard that in my fucking life. You never heard that one? No. Well, that's what you get for, uh, I don't know, hanging out at the fucking mall instead of the strip clubs like I did when I was young. So, but yeah, that, but people are, are basically, you know, fact-checking her and saying that vagin and vaginas, they have their own thing going on down there, and, and it's not something that can be changed by what you eat, apparently. So they're calling this a fraudulent, crude, and very vulgar product. So she's getting trash in the media here for this, and... I just wanted to know what your thoughts were about this. About uh, Well, I'm not trying it. You're not going to try it if uh, no. the package comes to the house? No, I don't know. If I don't know what it is, like, I'm not taking it. Yeah. No, thank you. It's the freaking vitamins. What, what kind of weird-ass vitamin is that? No, thank you. Interesting note, though, about this product. Yeah. It's targeted for women. And okay. no one said anything about this yet. I'm surprised you didn't say, what about us? A bunch of fucking dudes wanting to try it? But the men who think they're women will take it. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Well, it's it's got the Kardashian. This is a weird fucking thing. Well, you didn't have a flavor segment this week, so I brought one for you. I know. I don't have one. I also don't have a cat story. Oh, I got you there too. Don't don't worry. I'm Listen, just I'm just carrying you today. Don't worry about it. I'm, I don't know. Nothing good today. I I, I, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on vacation, I guess. Oh, well, lucky you. At least one of us can enjoy it. I got one here. Well, I was doing some work right here before the show. I had to do a uh, very lucrative uh, meeting before the show and. I don't like Zoom. That's all I can say. I don't like Zoom. It's very awkward. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like video conference chatting with anybody. It's really weird. I, I like having a conversation with someone because I think that when you have the video off, it people tend to let their guard down more and are more inclined to be honest. I think if you're having a conversation and you're looking at someone's fucking awkward face while shit's going on in the background, it just tends to throw things off a little bit. Like I, I focus on too much, I guess. But yeah, anyway... I have one here for you that's going to work me up, okay? Okay. This one's going to piss me off, and it has to do with school, and it has to do with uh, transitioning. And this one... Oh, man. It's just... All right, let's just get into it. So, there's this mom in Maine. She's furious after the school staff reportedly tried to transition her 13-year-old daughter. And one of the school workers gave the daughter something called a chest binder, which is to remove the illusion of, of having boobs, obviously. It's supposed to, like, you know, force everything in so it doesn't grow. It's kind of like how Chinese people... Yeah. They don't want their feet to grow if you're, like, a female. So they put these fucking shoes on them that makes their feet, like, keeps them so they don't grow and shit. and fucks them up. But anyway, a, uh, a main school came under fire from a mother who claimed a social worker tried to transition her 13-year-old daughter without her consent. Giving the pupil a chest binder used a flattened breast, among other allegations. The mom named Amber Levine allegedly found the chest-flattening device at her home and asked her daughter about it. Her daughter at first reportedly told Levine the device came from a friend, but later admitted she got it from her school. So the, so she's actively lying for the school. Which well, is the school probably told her to do weird. that. And it, don't you find that to be the biggest crime of it all? Yeah. That they're doing this shit in secret? Like, don't tell your parents that we're giving you this. I mean, that's something a drug dealer would, would tell someone. Like, hey, you didn't get this from me. It's the same principle there. It's wrong. You you shouldn't do this shit behind a parent's back. 
So the mom came and she told uh, the Ingraham Angle host, Laura Ingraham, on Fox News, the situation shows that parents are no longer the ultimate arbiters of their child's lives. Her attorney, Adam Shelton, adds that it's really scary, adding that parental rights are legally broadened that his organization, the Goldwater Institute, demanded in writing the Great Salt Bay Community School launch a full investigation and change their policies. So the school must mandate parental notifications whenever the school makes a decision that directly affects the mental health or physical well-being of their children. You can put that in writing all you want to. That's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I did this already happened to this poor writing. girl. Yeah. It already happened. So it, it doesn't matter. And they said, don't tell your parents. So mm-hmm. well, who's to say that they're not going to keep doing it? Don't tell your parents. And the kids aren't going to say anything. Yeah. So you can have the rule all you want to. It's, I don't know. Well, parents do have a 14th Amendment <sighs> right. To control and direct the education, upbringing, and health care decisions of the children. Ingram then played a clip of a recent school board meeting where the incident was brought up to the panel by a concerned parent. I'm going to ask you to stick to issues at hand and do not speculate around health and well-being at this board meeting. It's not germane to the education, replied a man identified as school board chairman Samuel Belknap. So this guy's basically saying, hey, you guys can't raise your concerns about what we're teaching your kids and what we're doing behind your backs. Next. Basically shutting down the whole argument. So um, Levine, the mom, she called the meeting very disgraceful and disrespectful. And that Belknap shrugged his shoulders at any attendees who brought up the incident. So they were just not paying attention. They, they, they were threatening to kick him out, have him arrested if they didn't listen and stop going off topic and off the script. And I would have pulled the kids out. This is horrifying shit, man. This really is. I don't know why they, I, I, just, I just don't know why they want to do this and how they got so many people on board with it. It's like, where is this coming from here? You would think that something this outrageous and ludicrous, like telling children they can do whatever they want with their bodies and they can chest bind and mental illnesses and all this other shit that they're just affirming, tell them they can be girls and boys if they want to be, and it's just the whole secrecy of it all. It, it is like a cult. It, it's very cultish behavior. Like, don't tell your parents we're doing this. It's, it's very groomer-like. It's disgusting. I just don't know, because you have to think of it this way. Our fucking president and our government is on board with this kind of behavior. They love this. They love hearing this kind of stuff, that schools are actively doing this. They they want this. They actively encourage this shit. Who's telling them to, to, to fall in line with this, you know? And I don't even think that's the, even the most disgusting part, that our government's corrupt and evil, because we've, we've already known this for many, many years now. It's the fact that so many people, like our teachers, are on board with this. It's like something happened in the world where it just, a button was pressed and all the evil, the people that had the true evil, were activated. That's what it feels like to me. Because I, I never thought it was this big and widespread, the corruption and just the disease and rot of the country. I didn't think it was this widespread. I didn't think so many people would so instantly, immediately fall in line as if they were waiting for this to happen. It's like they were waiting for, for the world to turn disgusting and perverted like this where you can actively pursue children and all the nasty shit they're doing now. It's fucking crazy. I just, I just, that's the part that surprised me the most. Because you know that there's a small group of people that run the country. I mean, that's, that's not even conspiracy at this point. I think it's pretty much determined to be fact. You've got a couple of people at, at the heads of major organizations that are secretly running this country. They're telling our people what to do. There's only, you know, I mean, that's really the only obvious answer here. You look at COVID and how every single world leader was saying the exact same fucking script, line for line, word for word. They're all on the same page. When have we ever been on the same page? That's the first red flag was when, wait a second, countries that always hated each other 
all of a sudden now on the same page, same script. Uh, what was the uh, the new normal? That was their fucking catchphrase for a while. They're all saying something really fucking weirds going on here. And then you look at the teachers. To me, that's the biggest thing because teachers, you would figure normal people in your neighborhood. They all they all got turned. It's like everybody fucking had to choose a side. It's, this is the weirdest thing about it all, you know. Do you think there's anything going on at our kids' school? I don't. I don't think so. But now you got to question it. Like, is is it are they telling us something not to tell us? Is there something we don't know? I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think she would say something. She's a good kid. Yeah, but she knows I flout the handle she too. Yeah. I don't. Now my dad's gonna embarrass me if I tell him this fucking school's giving girls chest binders and shit. I don't know. I don't know. Well, ever said, yeah, no. Because I, because I would, I would go right to that school, right the fuck now, with my bathrobe on. <laughs> with your bathrobe. <laughs> with my on. fucking bathrobe on, because because I'd want to be comfy in jail. Oh, God. Because I'd be there for a long time after what happened. Good. Uh, well, a massive stolen TV in California was returned to its rightful owner thanks to a team effort from a trio of Good Samaritans at a Costco employee and a local sheriff's office. We're sure someone is missing something very important in preparation for Super Bowl Sunday. A big screen TV, the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office posted to Facebook last Wednesday, noting that Good Samaritans had dropped off an 85-inch TV after discovering it in the town of Larkfield. Hmm. 85, man, that's a big-ass TV. We would love to return the TV to its owner in time for the big game, the Sheriff's Office continued. By Friday, the TV was returned to its owner, a man named Chuck. Chuck purchased the 85-inch television at a Costco last week and had it in the bed of his pickup truck while he ran in for a quick errand at a grocery store, according to the sheriff's office. In a matter of minutes, the TV was stolen from his truck. What? That's your problem right there. Yeah. You left it in the bed of your pickup truck and went into another store instead of just bringing it the fuck home or going to the store first before you went to Costco. You left an 85-inch TV. That's that's nuts. That's your own stupidity right there. Mm. <clears throat> uh, so the TV was stolen from the back of the truck. Later that same day, a couple at a gas station heard the TV fall out of a bed of another truck in Larkfield. They and another Good Samaritan went to move the TV out of the middle of the road and then dropped it off at the sheriff's department. So that's nice because I would have brought that shit the fuck home. <laughs> I mean, fucking... Hey, that, that TV's been on a magical ride. I know. <laughs> So the department posted a notice of the incident, which was seen by an employee of Costco, who remembered Chuck called the store to tell them his newly purchased TV had been stolen. So the Costco employee called us and gave us the details to prove Chuck had purchased it. He stopped by Thursday evening and happily picked up his TV. And there's like a nice photo of him with the sheriff's office and his TV right there. The TV's fucking massive. I mean, nice if the employee got a little something something for actually giving a shit enough to, to follow up. Yeah, the office noted that in Sonoma County, we take care of each other. But he had it in time for the Super Bowl, so that's good. That's awesome. Should have saved the one for the end. That was a feel-good story right there. That was a nice one. That was nice. Everyone yeah. worked together to get the stolen TV back to this poor guy. Yeah, that was really that was really heartwarming there. That fucking TV. I mean, how like what kind of condition was that thing in? It, apparently, it was fine. Oh, goodness. it didn't get damaged. So I don't know what kind of TV it was or mm. uh, what kind of packaging it was wrapped in, but mm. it was fine. Well, they're fucker. Well, good for them. All right, so I got a very important question that a lot of people have on their minds here. Could you date someone of the opposite political ideology? And a relationship expert delivers their verdict on whether you should. 
So the question is, is can you successfully date someone with opposing political views? Should you and why should you? So there are questions that continue to perplex the relationship experts and lovebirds alike, just like this one. While there's really no correct answer, and it's up to you ultimately, many people struggle uh, when posed with these thorny questions. So here's a pro. Uh, Love, Love Honey is the name of this company out there in the UK. They were talking to The Mirror. An in-house sex and relations expert, Annabelle Knight, she categorized politics as one of the many things couples often need to have joined up approach to. Like money and kids, she says it's an important topic to discuss if you want your relationship to even make the distance, as opposing stances can lead to heartbreak. Two very opposite views may be easy to ignore and to start off with, but can quickly be the cause of some bigger issues later on, she says. However, she doesn't think singletons have to write off a romantic partner if their views do not align. When quizzed if such attachments can work, she replied, it not only depends on the individuals, it also depends on the style of your relationship, if you can live happily with your partner's polar opposite <coughs> politics. Basically what she's saying is you have to not talk about it in order to make it work, and that's the key to these relationships is to not talk about your political differences. The problem is that I see with that is like everything's so politicized, can it be a possibility? Can you see a relationship lasting if people are on the opposite political spectrum? I don't see why not, as long as you don't talk about it. Yeah. Unless they're like so far on the opposite side. Like I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't think my sister is just my one sister is fucking out to fucking lunch. Mm -hmm. Like so fucking far left. Like I, I couldn't I, I would I would lose it. Mm-hmm. I would lose it. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like I I guess it just depends. Yeah. If you're not crazy, I I can see it being fine as long as it's not like a a major topic of discussion all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. You know I don't I don't know. And if people can discuss things like grown ups mm-hmm. instead of arguing about stuff. And hearing each other's side about their opinions or whatever. Like, that's, that's something, too. Because some people don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. Well, let me give you the the results of the poll. Oh. So, 54% said no, they could not date someone with different, you know, political yeah. uh, affiliation. 38% said yes, they could date someone if they were on the opposite side. And 8% were undecided on the whole thing. I thought that was It would was depend on the person. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think I could date a leftist. Not nowadays. Pre-2019, yes. Not now. Every, I mean, from head to toe, everything's politicized. Now, every single thing. The Super Bowl halftime show is politicized. The game was politicized. For no reason. I, I, I just feel like if you were to have someone who's on the left date someone who's on the right, and they feel very strongly in their convictions, it'll never work. Because you're going to have one person who's all a family, values, togetherness, inclusion, and then you're going to have this leftist who's completely against all that stuff. Everything you do would, would turn into an argument. Every single thing. Just imagine watching TV with that person, and they perceive something a little bit different than you, or like you make a joke, they can't take it. It, it would be a fucking nightmare now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it could work. I, I I don't think so. Not anymore. Before you could like, oh, I voted for Bill Clinton. Well, I well I wanted Bush. You'd be like, all right, fine, we'll fuck you then. But, but it, I don't it wasn't think like every now. person is fucking crazy. I don't know. I, a lot of a lot of them. Fucking oh no, are. I'm not saying. I mean, obviously, a lot of them are fucking out to lunch. But like, yeah. not everybody. So I think for some people, it would be fine. 
I just don't see how you can even be a leftist at this point because and, and, and see that the shit that they're doing is wrong. Do you think there's a leftist out there that he, that's like, you know what, I really love the Democrats and the job Joe Biden's doing. I just wish they wouldn't try to fuck kids all the time. Who knows, man. But, like, if you're even pushing that, then you shouldn't have any any supporters in the beginning. So I, I feel like if you're on that side, you're fucking all in. Like, you got all your chips at, at the blackjack table. You're pushing them all in the middle of the table going for it. You're fucking invested at that point. If you're that crazy to be a fucking on the side of the pedophiles and groomers, then you're fucking, then you're just as bad. I don't think that could ever work. But then again, it's just me. I do have one more here for you, and it's your cat story. It's your cat story, so you're welcome. Just fucking doing everything here. My back hurts, by the way. Fuck off. I'm feeling the back hurts tonight. Too. Everything I had to fucking do for you, you can freaking carry the show for once. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So, the United Kingdom's most unloved no. cat. I saw this story and I refused to grab it. Oh, I did. Because people want a cat story. They're getting damn this it. one, damn it. I saw this story and I purposely scrolled past it. I'm like, that's so sad. And I just kept going. What earns a cat the title of most unloved? They're all pretty damn evil. What would cause you to be the, the most unloved out of a bunch of unlovable creatures? I, I, would, I, would, I don't care what the fuck the, is wrong with this cat. I would take it in a heartbeat and it would be very much loved in wearing little Christmas sweaters and everything. Well, if you get your own apartment, he's look, he's looking for a new home. Because <laughs> this Valentine's Day, one adorable Moggy, where the fuck that is, is hoping to find a home with plenty of love after having been kicked out by her previous four owners. Yep. There's something wrong with this cat. At a certain point, you have to understand it's not the people, it's you. If you're one of these people who's like, oh man, my life sucks, everybody hates you because all this other shit, and then you start listing off all these things, there's only one denominator, there's all different people that hate you. You, you're the problem. This cat's the problem. Its name is Saren. Uh, it's 12 years old and currently resides at Cat's Protection Adoption Center in Worcester, where she's been cared for on and off since April 2021. Beautiful Siren has had no issues with being snapped up having been adopted by four new owners over the last two years. Unfortunately, she's dropped off immediately by the shelter or to the shelter each time. The would-be owner is struggling in with her style of settling in the house. She's never lasted more than two weeks with an owner before being returned for rehoming. The one stint lasting just two days. She's the charity's most returned cat. According to the uh, CPS, Cats Protection Staff, Sarah is always calling for attention and adores being cuddled. Oh my god, what is wrong with these people? I, I Pick don't know. the fucking cat like up and thing. give it attention. You see, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the cat here for a second. It's been in foster care. Oh, I'm gonna defend the cat, yeah. It needs to be loved. Because it's meowing and wants attention, you're gonna fucking just I hate people. It's like what did you think you were fucking getting? What do you, when you get Oh my god, when you get a fucking pet man, they need attention and shit. That's like buying a dog and getting mad when it wants to go for a walk or something. It's like, that's what you fucking signed up for, you idiot. Oh, God. What is wrong with that's, people? That's, is that really all that, that's the problem? Is it meows? Cause it no, wants that's not, no, that's not it. Okay. But she can become defensive when navigating new surroundings if she feels unsafe like any other animal or person. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do when you go in? Well, what's the first thing you should do when you go into a new building? You look for the exits. That I mean, that's the smartest thing. If if you're if you're going to a movie theater, what do they point out to you? Here are the exits, the emergency exits. People, they make sure you know where they are when you go. That's just smart. 
this is being a person, being aware of your surroundings. I don't see why it would be so weird for an animal to do it. Louise Hill, who works as a cat care assistant at the shelter, said, Saren is such a character and really brightens up my day at the center. I love her personality and how vocal she is. Uh, she's always calling for attention and wants nothing more than to sit on your lap and have a cuddle. We need someone to pick her up who's willing to let Saren blossom at her own pace. With time, she'll become your best friend and definitely keep you entertained. One week before her 11th birthday, she was dropped off. Her owner had moved in with a new partner who was also a cat owner, and the two cats didn't get along, so they said, fuck this one. At 11 years old. How fucked up is that? You're like, oh, which one do you choose? They're both looking at you going, meow. That's the problem, man. That she one. had an owner yeah. that gave up on her Mm-mm-mm. and took the other cats instead. That's the fucking problem. Yeah. And then she gets four others that just freaking can't take her mm-hmm. and keep dropping her off. What the fuck do you want from this cat? This poor, this is the saddest fucking story. This is why I didn't grab it. Listen, she's been at the center for more than two months on this latest stint in uh, cat prison. She's seen many cats find new homes with new owners, but no such luck as herself. That's awful. So, she likes to play with crinkly balls, kind of like you, with me. Oh my god. Uh, That makes a noise when she taps it together, and she's a big fan of catnip for those people out there. Make sure you have a supply of both if you want to pick up Saren. She used to have her own space, and she's going to need to be homed in a place that doesn't have many cats in the area or animals in the household where she gets rehomed to because she doesn't like anything. Kind of like me. So maybe this would be a good cat for me. No, it wouldn't because she's too much fucking attention. <laughs> I don't know. So what do you think about the Saren cat? That's a sad story, yeah. man. Why? See, why, why would you bring that up? Well, you wanted a cat story. No, not not like that. I purposely, purposely scrolled past that. Yeah. That's awful, man. Awful. Well, you you. And she's can't... eleven years old. She's at the like she's old. Twelve. She's twelve. She was first bought there at eleven. She's fucking old. These people can't just be patient. Do you think this cat knows the deal? This poor thing. It's like oh fuck! I'm back in the crate. I'm going back there, aren't I? Yep, 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 yep. There's the fucking Wawa. They're about to turn right at the Wawa. Yep, there it is down the street. Here we go. Shelter. I'm back again. God. Do you think the other cats like looked and were like, uh, pay, pay up, she's back, pay up, she's back. I told you this was going to last more than a day. That's horrible. That is fucked up, man. You know, there's something <coughs> about picking up a cat or any animal, giving them that hope, like, hey, this is home. You lay it down, it's getting their sniffs in, it sleeps one night or two nights in the house with real people, and then you drop it off. I mean, it takes a real fucking asshole Good job, to babe. do that. Your fucking animal. I wonder if anyone else knew that was coming. Are they getting that obvious, my uh, segues here? Sometimes. You think so? Sometimes. I, I like the more subtle one to sneak up, you fucking asshole. You ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I was thinking about it the other night. I was I was up late, and I couldn't it, watch the UFC fight. You stupid ass. So I was trying to figure out why you like this. All right, Christ. fine. This person wants to know. This is a hypothetical one. Would I be the asshole for requesting a child be removed from my class due to his parents' behavior? That's awesome. That's awesome. Because before you even get into the story, I can only imagine what some parents are are like. These poor teachers. There's probably some that just call like every fucking day and just nag. Helicopter parents, right? That's what they call them? Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine what some of the teachers have to fucking put up with. So, this should be interesting. Well, your mom was a teacher. Did she ever talk about parents being the worst part of her job? A couple. A couple. She she taught in a really bad area. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would get aggravated because it was a poor area. 
and the kids would come to school without coats and stuff. Yeah. So she would go to Goodwill and go and buy. She wasn't just buying supplies. She was literally buying these kids fucking coats and shit. Like, I, my mom is a bitch. Mm-hmm. But when it came to her students, she, like, she went above and beyond. Fuck the people living in her house. That's fucked up, isn't it? But, I mean, if the kid came to school without mittens, she would go. The next day, that kid would have them. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. But, like, she did say, like, a couple parents were pain in the ass, but never really complained much about it. Just that the poor kids weren't dressed correctly. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Really fucking odd behavior, isn't it? Well, she's, she's, she's weird, man. I don't know. This is really weird. I, like, there's <laughs> some people like that, though. You take care of other people more than your own. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I mean, she, as a person, she's a good person for other people. Yeah. It's just whoever's in her household, like, no. I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Right, well, let's find out what this person's situation is. So, they're, they're an art teacher at a school in a small town. Recently, I welcomed a new student to my class. He'd been homeschooled previously, but had begged his parents to let him go to normal school with his friends. It sounds to me like helicopter parents. He's a great kid. He has already fit right in with the class, and he does really great work. My only issue with him is that he does not ask to leave the classroom. If he needs a bathroom, he just goes. That's normal, though. He's a fucking homeschooled kid. He doesn't, he doesn't know the rules yet, right? Yeah. I'm not the strict, everything needs to be my way kind of teacher. But administration is a very strict policy for students outside of classrooms during class periods. We have to know where they are at all times. I asked his parents to come in so we could discuss it, to try to get them to help me figure out a way to get him to follow the rule. They arrived and seemed like fine enough people, but then saw the photo of myself and my husband. I'm a male, and so is he, obviously. They asked who it was, and I was honest. It was never an issue before. It's not your fucking business, is what I would say. Yeah. <sighs> Why do you need to know? You're going there to talk to the fucking teacher about your kid. Why do you care what the fuck picture's on their desk? Conversation starter, maybe. They sit at the desk and, I don't know. Oh, that's God. a nice picture. Who, who's that? I mean, so so far <laughs> I don't see anything wrong yet because it could be a, oh, that's a nice picture. Who's that? Oh, that's my husband. We were here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they kept the conversation going. You know, like, maybe it's that. They later called the school. Okay, here we go. They later called the school to report me for inappropriate behavior in the classroom. <laughs> Mm. Oh my God. All right, so all right, so 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 they don't like gay people. Mind you, I do not talk about my husband in class. I am there to teach, not to preach. LOL. So this is so this is one of the gay people that I, that I, I I think is cool. I, <laughs> these are one of the ones that because he rhymed. I'm no, there to teach, not to well, preach. I mean, not that, but I feel like he's like my favorite group out there: gays against groomers. Like, yeah. just sees all the weird shit and, and isn't down with it. I think mm-hmm. he's just a dude who marries dudes and is like, just leave me the fuck alone. I just want to do my job and teach your kids the right stuff in class. So I may be the asshole here. So he and he's also self-aware, which I I I, I like this teacher. I may be the asshole here because as good of a student as he is, I just no longer feel comfortable with him in my class. He loves art class, and there are other and there are no other art teachers at the school, so he'd be removed from the course entirely, which I know isn't fair to him. Oh, that sucks. But it's also not fair to me to be called things like a groomer and accused of working in a school to corrupt innocent minds with my quote-unquote filth. What in the hell, dude? Okay, so there's two edits to this, quick ones, but let's just stop there for a minute and uh, see. How, how do you feel so far about this teacher? It's a shitty position. I would hope the school would stick up for this teacher and be like, look, it ain't nothing going on here. Uh, I and mean, I don't know yeah. what the hell you're... Comp- we've investigated. Nothing is happening. So just mm-hmm. drop it. 
Like, I don't know, because it, it sucks for the Because the kid is not at fault here at all. Yeah. And if the kid is taken out of art class, like, that sucks. But mm-hmm. it's not fair for the teacher to have to put up with this bullshit either. Yeah. That's a shitty, that's a shitty situation. I don't think he's an asshole at all for trying to figure... This is horrible. It is. It's fucked up, man. You, you know fucking what? Fucking stupid-ass fucking parents. You want to know something, though? This is what I was talking about happening the whole time. How I was saying how you've got regular gay people who were just happy with just being accepted in society because they were getting shit on for many decades. And then everything kind of got to a point where it was just normal, accepted part of life. And then you got the trans movement that just started with all this crazy in-your-face confrontational bullshit. And they're like, listen, leave us the fuck alone. We don't want any part of this. And then you get groups like Gays Against Groomers that are very outspoken against this kind of behavior. You have an honest-to-goodness teacher who just happens to be gay and teaching your kids. He unfairly gets people looking at him, right. thinking he's a because part of, all of this it. other stupid shit. Just because he's gay, because all these other <laughs> fucking people making him look bad. That's what I've been saying the whole time is going to happen. You're going to have those kinds of problems. It's like the same thing with minority groups. You know, like, you see, like, a lot of crime in, in an area, and it's like, oh, fucking, here we go again now. Like, if I go to a store, I'm going to get looked at. You know, like, you get that kind of attitude from honest-to-goodness people because they're highlighting the fucking wrong shit in society and giving everyone a horrible look at, at people, rightfully or wrongfully, you know? So this guy gets lumped into it, and these parents are probably news watchers. They probably watch They probably watch right-wing news, thinks all gay people are groomers, and that's not the truth, obviously, and just took it out on this poor guy, and it's not his fault. So his first edit was, I forgot to add that they requested that I be fired and replaced immediately. Oh my god, see, I don't... What the fuck? I really hope this school has, like, got this dude's back. This guy shouldn't have to hide. No, he shouldn't. And the school should back him up. Like, tell his parents to go fucking shove it. Him having a photo of him and his fucking husband, he has every right to do that. Because if he was... See, I I would say, if if it's good for one or wrong for one, it has to be good or wrong for the other group. If I can have a picture of my wife on my work desk at a school, yeah. and that's fine, then it should be fine for you know a guy to have a picture of his husband or a woman to have a picture of her wife on the desk. An appropriate picture, obviously. You can't have like fucking weird fucking pictures and all the weird drag queen shit that they're putting around all over the place. But it has to be respectful. If it's good for one, it's good for the other. You know what I mean? You, you have to fucking treat it that way. Not everything has to be weird and inclusive. It's just what's right and what's wrong. What makes sense and what doesn't. I don't know why everything has to have a fucking rule attached to it. I just don't know why we can't just use the eye test. Hey, does this look right? Or the ear test? Hey, does this sound right? If it does, then yes. If it doesn't, then fix it. I, I just don't know what the problem is with this guy. I don't I don't, I, I, I don't see awful. it. He just happens to be gay, but the world is so fucking hyper-politicized, hyper-fucking-sexualized now, it's crazy. His second and final edit was, I'm going to have to talk to a lawyer now. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's gotten that bad. Yeah. But he's, he's leaving the school. Oh, my God. See, and that's not fucking fair. Yeah, he's 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 talked to his husband. They've decided to uh, leave the school, and they're going to be moving at, at after this year. So That's sad. He said he's going to move to a bluer state, which uh, you're not oh going to have God. it much better there, dude. You're going to fucking hate living there, because he seems to be, to me, like the kind of guy who, who just wants to be gay and live a life and be left the fuck alone. Yeah. He's going to hate the blue states, because he's going to see this shit firsthand, why the people in the red states were looking at him that way. And he's going to be seeing that shit head this on. Horrible, horrible world we live in. Very unfair situation. And this is the problem. When you do this protected class bullshit. I don't blame him, though, because I wouldn't want to sit there and, yeah. and get threatened 
about my job or be harassed by like I would be like fuck this and walk yeah. out because it's not worth it. I don't blame them for fucking quitting and wanting to leave yeah. and move and all that stuff. This, this is stupid. There's a happy balance though. Awful. There's a happy balance in life. There really is. I mean, you can you can be proud of what you're doing in life, and and obviously like you can walk down the streets and hold hands with your spouse, whether it be a man or a woman or whatever the fuck you're into. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, having pictures of your spouse is okay. It's just the hypersexualized shit that's going on in society right now. It's got everyone choosing a side, and they're unfairly dragging people that don't want to be dragged into this bullshit into it by proxy. That's just the way it is now. It's fucking horrible, man. But you can only blame the freaks on the left for this shit. How many how many months have I been saying this in a row? This is this is how it's going to happen. Yeah. You got these people out there being fucking weird events. People are going to see that and lump everybody into that category. You fucking go to some KKK person's house, they turn on the news, they see, like, a robbery, and it happens to be a black dude, they're going to say, look at all these fucking black... You know what I mean? Like, that that's how it is with, with, the, with the trans stuff. They're lumping ordinary gay people in with this stuff, and that's why I'm glad about gays against groomers. They're out there fighting this shit, so... Obviously, this guy's not the asshole. No, no, I, mean, I think it's very unfair. I, I th- That sucks. That sucks. It sucks for the kids. I did not pre-read that one, but I'm glad it went the way it did because it let us talk about something that is very important. I, 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 you, you can't lump everyone into the same fucking category. It's a very bigoted thing to do, and it sucks. And it, You can fall guilty of it. You really can. I, I just said a little while ago, all the fucking leftists, because I, I lumped them in a category. It's just the, I'm, I mean, I'm not perfect either. We're all fucking... We just got to take a chill pill and relax maybe a little bit on this stuff, you think? I've been saying that shit for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking people just shut up and just get along. Then we got a lesson to be learned here by this asshole story, people. Let's all try to be nicer and uh, judge people on a case-by-case basis. This guy sounds to me like a great teacher. I'd be proud to have him teach my kids art, so. Yeah. Not the asshole, man. No, no, not not the asshole. Not the this asshole. This poor fucking dude. Yeah. I hope he gets paid more wherever the fuck he's going. I hope so, too. I, I really hope so. <sighs> well, so, uh, what do you got planned for the next couple of days? Uh, I'm in the middle of season three, so I will... F- Finish season three. What's say Monday? Probably yeah. start season four. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, and then that's it. I, yeah, I got nothing. Oh, I ha- I have been keeping up with the challenge though. We're on. They're doing the final now. Mm-hmm. So, and this has been the best final in, in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. that's been good. Other than that, I ain't doing. I ain't doing shit. Well, today's Monday, so I have to work tomorrow. Just my little one day of work. Then I go back. To being on vacation again for another few days, and go back to work another day, and then go back to being off again. So, very nice. I got one day at work, three days off, one day at work, two days off, then I'm back again uh, without any breaks and vacation time. But that's what you get, man. You hold on to your vacation. They make you spend that shit, and it's great. Because all last year, I'm like, fuck, I should take a vacation, but I always hold on to it for stuff like this, because now I just don't work for the full month of February. It's like I took like more than half the month off. Which is very worth it. It's been a great month. Been able to catch up on some TV shows I've never watched before. I'm watching weird shit now. and There's really not much to keep my entertainment value high. Uh, video games have been fucking crushed. I'm just not in the mood for them. I don't know about you. Yeah, no. I'm Like I said I, before, yeah. I'm off by 9. Yeah. I'm pretty Little Liars is right back on the TV. Yeah. You're off by like 9 in the so, morning. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty done. much done by like 10, 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I might turn it on and turn it off. And I'm sitting here like, what am I going to do for hours on end? So. Oh. Watching some TV shows. I think I'm going to be watching, uh, I think Use the next one to try on Netflix. Show called You? Yeah. Was that told for you to watch? Yeah. Hmm. Did you watch it? I tried to watch it. Turn that off. 
No. Well, don't so, tell me anything. I'm not telling you I'm, anything. I, I want to be surprised. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot and see how it is. So I'm going to see how that is. You're, you're making faces. You don't think you don't think I'm going to like this? I don't th- no. So I'm even more determined now to love this fucking show. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you will. Well, but we'll So he's going to start it and he's going to fucking love it just to prove me wrong. Oh, That's man. That's exactly Best what's going to show ever. This is going to well, we'll be see. his favorite I have, show. I have no idea. I don't really know much about it. I try not to know too much about things before I jump into it because I like to give genuine reactions. Well, if you reactions. do like it, it, it has, I believe, four seasons, so there it'll give you something oh. to watch. So that'll be uh, reviewed on Wednesday. Might be half a, half an episode or it could be a couple episodes. I might, I might have spurred the whole first season. We'll find out on Wednesday, so... So that's where there's that. Yeah, we are going to make it to Friday this week. I, I, th- I think it's going to be a really good week. I'm going to be hanging out a lot of it. Uh, not doing any family shit because we don't do that. Ew. Uh, just kind of. <laughs> he goes, ew. <laughs> no, we're going to be hanging out just doing normal shit. And uh, just enjoying it. It's going to be a really good week. The weather's getting nice. We're going to be roaring into March. And it isn't spring in, what is that, April, right? I think it's the end of March or early April. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's March or April. Couple more weeks. Listen, it's getting warm here, so it's to me it's spring. I'm going to be grilling steaks again. The weather's getting nice. Got some great news going on with the family. Obviously, the podcast is doing great, and you guys are, uh, you know, really a big part of that. So we want to thank you and tell them where they can find us. Uh, If you have to, you can find us at Voice of Mystery on all platforms. You bitch. (laughs) Or uh, Voice of Mystery Podcast at Gmail dot com. And you know what? I'm going to send out a request. Send all the lovable cat stories to the email. Lovable? Lovable cat stories. Swipe left to delete. (laughs) I don't want to hear another horrible, depressing fucking cat story ever again. I tried my best. No, you didn't. I thought that was going to end happily. I thought the cat was going to be adopted and be loved forever. So fucking sad, man. And and, and just, you know, it's, it's probably better the cat's in jail. How many animals would that cat have fucking killed if it was a house cat somewhere that was just let outside the... To do what cats to do. do its job? Yeah. There's, there, there, you know, there's a lot of bird fathers that went home that night because that cat was taken home. So, the, the jail. So, Jesus. fuck that cat. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Have a good one.